live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. Hello and welcome to Thriving One Podcast. It's so good to be with you. Um, we are your hosts, Matt and Lindsay Coyle. Hello, everybody. I know it's been a while, but today we have a really great topic. Mm -hmm. And so we want to go straight to it. Um, we are going to be talking about headstrong, being headstrong. So first question, we'll dive right into yeah, it. Yeah, let's Dave, do it. What is what is Headstrong. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I coined this, but um, it feels like I came up with the this mm -hmm. this title, uh, and it's a, a response to um, developing your mm -hmm. soul. So yeah. when I use the fr the phrase headstrong, what I'm referring to is uh, um, I'm referring to our soul, mm -hmm. to our science would call it your psyche. The Bible would call it your heart. Nice. Um, so more specifically, uh, your mind, will, and emotion. Mm. So being headstrong means we're continually growing and developing our soul and helping it be strong, stable, so that our spirit man can operate through it. Mm -hmm. That's uh, Yeah. And it's funny, uh, most recently, in the last couple of months, God's given me this picture as I've been working with clients um, as they're trying to manifest or let Christ manifest through mm -hmm. them in their identity, uh, in their destiny, in their relationships. Uh, there's this, there's a, we find that clients get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's a common theme. Yeah. Getting stuck and, stuck. and, um, <laughs> or there's a difficulty in their life that they don't know how to navigate through, or there's something confusing in their life. Yeah. Um, and what we've found is that there's a, the blockage is normally somewhere in the soul. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. the the visual that God's given me is this picture of uh, three kinds of straws. Oh, I, I know okay. you're gonna enjoy this. Okay, <laughs> there's the normal straw when you get a when you get a soda or something. It's like right. I call that the medium sized straw. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can, it lets you just the right amount of liquid through. <laughs> you know, to drink it and not choke on it and not yeah. too much where you're gonna soak suck really hard. And then there's the coffee straw. You guys oh, know what okay. a coffee straw no, is? No, actually, know what a coffee is. Yeah, yeah we coffee. don't drink coffee, but I remember growing up. Uh, whenever there was a place that would have free coffee, they would have these straws where they're like a oh yeah, the they're like a stirring ones? straw, Probably. but they're really tiny, really oh, okay. tiny. So I when you drink it. through it, it. Yep. you don't burn your mouth, right? Right. Yeah. So it only lets a small amount of liquid through mm -hmm. it, and mm -hmm. then there's the boba tea straw. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what <laughs> you're talking like about because I tea. love boba tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So if you know what boba, yes. boba tea is, yeah. it's the type of tea that has these little tapioca balls at the bottom, and it's the straw is really, really big. big. It's yeah, like like out of the circle, three big. times or four times larger <laughs> than like a regular straw. Yeah. So it allows these these boba okay. uh, tapioca mm -hmm. pudding pieces to come up through yep. the straw. And if you, you got to be careful, so if you don't if you suck too hard and you get one too fast, it's like oh, in the back of your throat, right? <laughs> so yeah. I, I got this picture that our soul, 
Mm. depending on where it's at in its development is like oh, one of these straws yeah and the content the liquid as it were that's trying to move through this straw mm. is the the spirit man's okay desire mm. um, or god's desire we could simplify it as as love if my yeah. spirit man is wanting to manifest god's kingdom mm. through power more specifically uh love but my soul has a very small capacity to allow his presence yeah. to move through. There will always be a limitation and there will mm. always be a sense of feeling stuck. Mm. So yeah. a lot of times in what we've experienced yeah. over the years of mentoring and di discipling people is people can get really spiritually big, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But their souls are yeah. so small that God cannot manifest itself mm. through their soul. Yeah. Right. And the, right. and the whole thing about scripture, when it talks about mm -hmm. the renewing of the mind yeah. is this whole story is how are we uh, maturing and developing our soul or our heart mm -hmm. as the Bible refers to it? How are we developing it so it can be the conduit? It can be the mm -hmm. straw, straw for God's power, his, mm -hmm. his nature, his righteousness, his yeah. love, his compassion to move through it. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm my mind is like moving now because mm. I do love analogies. And yeah. so he's speaking my language right now. Like I'm like my my mind is turning. And so like what you I don't know like if you if you wanna like discuss this part, but mm -hmm. you talked about like the, the the coffee straw and then the uh the regular, regular straw, straw the boba tea. and then the boba tea straw. Like mm. I mean for analogy's sake, like do you see any any analogies that could translate that to the yeah. different parts of the straws, that the type of straws, the coffee, right? When it's hot, yeah, you know? great like, point. Because you know, like that, that I, I get, I get it. Like if you, if you, like when I see, I see the analogy, like the coffee straw makes sense. Because I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna use a boba tea straw to drink hot, to drink hot coffee. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I could probably do away with the regular straw with the hot coffee, but I'm still gonna be like really yeah. super super um cautious about yeah. inhaling that hot coffee so can well, you shed light into that like i'm curious like right where, yeah so yeah. the analogy of those three different stripes of straws is just just recognizing that your the, the capacity and the growth of your your soul yeah and um how it operates mm -hmm. is limited to so if my soul isn't strong or if it's developed i think it's the best word to bet yeah yeah, yeah. the the bulba tea is a very developed right straw okay so the more i develop my soul the more god's right. uh presence mm -hmm. the more his love his character can move through me yeah so my soul can move through me to others That's and good. so i'm using this analogy to emphasize that if you're like man i why why am i not walking in maybe faith or in confidence mm -hmm. in god and, and or in seeing his power move in me mm -hmm. a great measure of that so Gifting aside, because sometimes gifting bypasses that, sure. but yeah, God's really yeah. interested in developing our culture, our, mm -hmm. our uh, character. Yeah. So that would be two parts of it. That's good. Um, we want this. I, I've seen plenty of powerful, gifted people mm -hmm. that have very low character. Yeah. Very yeah. low soul capacity. So mm -hmm. in their leadership, uh, in um, how they treat people. Like you mean emotional intelligence, probably? Uh, emotional yeah. intelligence, uh, capacity mm -hmm. for compassion uh, mm -hmm. or 
just character in general. So yeah. righteousness, yeah. right? Is because the soul is limiting mm. the the ability, or I would say the nature of God. Yeah. Because having a gift is the doing part of God. Right. But right. God is interested yeah. in developing the character, which really resonates mm -hmm. more with who he is, which is love. Mm -hmm. Right. really good. And so it's so key that we not just read the word, mm -hmm. but we know how to practically develop mm -hmm. it within our soul yeah. or develop our soul. Yeah. I guess I, I see that, you know, what you're saying now is that because we're a spirit, soul, and body, they all work together, but then some are like top heavy on the spiritual side, definitely, but definitely. never develop their soul. And I'm looking at it now in the perspective of like our daughter, Madison, you know, like um, there was a time in her life where um, I mean, she, she's very, she's very aware spiritually. I feel like, you know, yeah. like when, when one of the days, nights that when we were, um, I was putting her down for bed and she all of a sudden was describing this, this encounter or dream that she mm. had. And I was like intently listening. Cause I'm like, wow, this is, this is profound. And then all of a sudden I said, Madison, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. And he says, mommy, yeah. I already told you this. <laughs> and I said, oh, I would have remembered if you told me this. Yeah. And it's like, no, I told you this when I was three. And I'm like, <laughs> wow and I said but and then and the Lord showed me that that saying like Madison was growing in her language mm -hmm. which is she was you know she's a spirit person spirit soul and body but then God showed me that her soul her mind yeah. her emotions and ability to communicate had to be developed in right. order for her to fully describe the encounter she had mm. when she was three. Yeah. And God says, like, God told me, like, showed me that that when she was three, she only had a certain amount of language right. that she can use to describe what she was encountering. And now that she's like seven, I think she was six or seven years old, she had learned more language right. and words and therefore the description mm. of her encounter when she was three was so significantly different when she was describing uh, it when she yeah. was six. Because she, and God says that this is a, a picture of maturity. Mm. Right. And I had no, and, and for me, you know, like I pray in tongues, I do all kinds of stuff. I try to, you know, build up my spirit man, but I had no idea. I yeah. mean, now I have an idea, but in the past, you know, like it's about the spirit, but then yeah. not recognizing that, through the Lord, you know, like looking at my daughter that, yeah. yeah, we all need to also mature and our souls to prosper and, yeah. and for our emotions to grow in maturity so we can have language yes. um, to describe the things that we've learned the last 10, 20 years. Right, right. And I, I don't know if that's making sense with oh, this for topic. Sure. Like, I feel yeah. like that that's a, that I remembered that encounter yeah. with Madison. And I think too, that our spirit man, is longing for our soul mm. to catch up yeah. so that it can manifest through mm -hmm. us. That's good. Yeah. And, you know, kind of <laughs> as we kind of dive into this, uh, what does it look like to cultivate our our soul, our heart? Yeah. Right. So that our spirit can manifest in character, mm -hmm. love, and even in faith. Yeah. Like our, our soul, our heart, can limit the manifestation of God's presence based upon our faith. Our faith mm -hmm. has to do with the soul part of who we are. Yeah. And yeah. faith has to do with several things. It has to do with trusting God. It has mm -hmm. to do with believing in him. Uh, it has to do in understanding him. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it yeah. has to do with, um, man, it has to do with taking action. 
So if my soul isn't going to to activate what my spirit mom wants to do, yeah. it, my spirit man is limited spirit. again. Yep. That straw. That straw. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to just, I'm going to throw out three main areas that I think okay. that's so key that we develop yeah. and grow in. And um, I'm going to uh, connect it through what I mentioned earlier about what, what is the, what is the head? What is the, what is the soul? What is the, uh, the heart? Yeah. And this, in the simplest way, it's, it's referring to our mind, our will, and our emotions, mm, right? So that triune right. being of yeah. our heart. And the areas that we want to grow, and so I'll start with the first one, the mind, the area of our, we want to grow in our mind is in wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of yeah. uh, one of my my favorite scriptures and the scripture my mom used to pray over me all the time in mm -hmm. Ephesians 4, 17, that whole yeah. section of scripture, Paul is praying for the church and he says, I pray that God will give you a spirit of wisdom mm -hmm. and revelation so and the good. knowledge of him or mm -hmm. his character, who he is, how he wants to manifest, um, that the eyes of your understanding. So talking about the mental capacity, yeah, yeah. Um, the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened so that you may know him more. Mm, that's so good. And tying that into the great commandment of mm -hmm. we're called to love. And love basically is the manifestation of God's character mm. in its fullness. And obviously there's, it's very wide yeah. and, and vast, but we, we are, we're here to develop that. And one of some of the keys that help us recognize and define mm -hmm. um, our mind being grown and being strengthened is self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. if you're aware of how you operate, mm -hmm. self-aware on yeah. how you're interacting with people around you. So that's mm -hmm. where love comes in, how you're interacting with yourself. This 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 awareness of how God's created our soul to operate is so key. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah. Another way I look at it is having uh, when it has to do with the mind, having a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. I think a lot yeah. of times as believers, we kind of learn something and mm -hmm. we get to a certain life, a certain level of our life and we kind of hit yeah. a plateau. And we kind of operate out of what we've known. Yes. We become comfortable. Get comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we hit a limitation, but we don't know how to move past oh. that limitation. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and so we over-spiritualize it. We mm -hmm. use spiritual giftings to try and move, push liquid through a very small straw. You know what I mean? It's like mm, blowing really hard, trying to get more. And it's this little spray is coming out. We're like, right. why isn't more of his presence coming out? It's because there is a restriction yeah. because you haven't, we haven't developed our soul. Yeah. So um, you're growing in your understanding of who mm -hmm. you are and how God's created you to operate yeah. as individuals. That's really good. Mm. That's good. Because I mean, I remember this analogy too, that I usually give my clients, um, because of the over you know, spiritualization. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. Like we love the scriptures. Like I read my Bible oh, yeah. pretty much every day. Yeah, it's our blueprint. And, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's a blueprint. That's what it is. It's our truth. Yeah. And, um, but this, 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 this description of a vehicle, you know, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I was like, ve it's, it's a, it's a very, very simple analogy, but sometimes we miss it, but because, you know, because of the over spiritualization, right. Right. Like, so just like a vehicle, if I have a full tank of gas and I go in and I go for a drive, you know, let's say I go like two and a half hours away. And then maybe like I look down and I see like, Oh, I have half a tank of gas or, you know, um, mm -hmm. one third or two thirds left, whatever right, that looks right, like. Right. And I was like, oh, in our minds, we're like, okay, we should, you know, you know we should stop. You know, if, if I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I should stop. 
you know, and turn off the car. Mm-hmm. And all of us who drive a vehicle know this in our mind that stopping your vehicle and resting in a rest stop on the way to your destination doesn't really fuel your <laughs> right. Right. So sometimes we over spiritualize that part because mm-hmm. that's all we've known. Yeah. Because we're so busy doing things mm-hmm. that the the thing is like, okay, if I just can stop doing something, then I'll get refreshed right. or filled up. But in that analogy, if you drive a car or own a car, you know that stopping doesn't mean your fuel starts to go back to like full tank. Right. No, you right. actually have to do something. Yeah. Drive your car mm. to the gas station and fill it up so it can go back to full tank again. Yes. And I feel like it's a picture of how we're working, uh, maturing mm-hmm. our soul and prospering our soul. Like it's not just enough to just like, okay, let's just shut it down and let's over-spiritualize things and see maybe we can work around our gifting to kind of do something with our soul because yeah. we need to be able to recognize that oh we actually need to do something yes in our maturity you know right. even maturing in Christ like Jesus like matured in in favor with God and man right. so that meant that Jesus himself had to grow in maturity right in relating to people that's such a good word yeah you know in relating to people like I mean, just think about it. It's a miracle already that Jesus was in his 30s and he had 12 friends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like that takes like some emotional um, emotional maturity to be able mm-hmm. to disciple his, his 12 disciples, you know, and grow them into becoming an apostle. So if right. we think about it, the Bible really has some of those things mm-hmm. that's, that's in place in there, like in maturing and growing our soul. They right. can help us move forward in our journey with God. Yeah. So. Yeah. And <clears throat> this is so near. This topic is so near and dear to our heart because it's another way we're we're translating the need that yeah. we have noticed in ministry over the years. Oh, yeah. Right. So exactly. obviously we've we've yes. worked with thousands of people, mentored mm-hmm. thousands of people, led thousands of people mm-hmm. uh, in two different um, ministry schools and one being a Bible college mm-hmm. uh, and just seeing how people are getting spiritually built up. Yeah. Right. And that's so key to our connection to Christ uh, and our growth. But there's a limitation that's happening to the manifestation of his love through us. Yeah. And though we're all progressing. Right. Yeah. I know that I'm talking to some of you out there where Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, how how and why am I not seeing the fruit that I want to see? Why is it that I'm still doing something that I don't like to do and I haven't gotten breakthrough in that area or I haven't seen the real power of God move through me in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's simply because there's, there's a, um, a limitation mm-hmm. in the soul that needs to be developed. Yeah. And the, and the body of Christ at large, at least mm-hmm. in my experience, uh, <clears throat> in their growing process, they don't know mm-hmm. how much they need to actually invest in developing their, their soul yeah. and their heart so yeah. that his presence and his character mm-hmm. can move through them. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think what we do a lot of times is a part of that over spiritualization is and you people, as you're listening, you probably have recognized that people put on this mask of perfection when they come into mm-hmm. church. Right. Oh, definitely. Right. Yes. And, that, yes. and that mask of protection, which yeah. means, yeah. oh, I'm not doing great right now or I'm not. But I got to come into church and put on a happy yeah. face like yeah. that's not being authentic. 
<clears throat> to your experience in life. So it's a it's a masking. And so mm -hmm. God wants us, wants us to move in authenticity yeah. and to develop our internal world. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right in that vein of because there's a lot of people that are just tired of mm -hmm. masking, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the first few years, probably you're fine with it because, you know, anybody that's adapting for a short period of time, you can do it. You know, yeah. everybody can adapt. But if the level of authenticity is mm. not being acknowledged um, in how you are and, you know, how you operate, how your mind works mm. and all that stuff, you know, it can get really draining, you yeah. know, and it can bring out the mm -hmm. worst in us. And because people are are not just they're, they're not. I mean, I would I'm, not, I'm treading this lightly, but also I'm like, I want to be straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like in, in a church setting, you know, like. It's almost like there's there's this thing. I mean, not a lot of the churches, of course, not not everybody. So I'm not generalizing generalization gen, generalizing. Yeah, Sorry, I'm uh, not generalizing this, but I but, but I do want to acknowledge the experience of some people that I know, friends yeah. that I know that there's this pressure, you know, like mm. when you go to church, you know, like you gotta be on time, you gotta be this, you know. And there's this level of excellence that's needed. And we need to be maturing towards that. But what if somebody was late, you know? And I and there's there's this this thing that like you know like instead like when somebody comes in late like like you know there's people turn to that person, and you know and and I've I've come to that realization that mm. and maybe because I'm wired to think that way this way you know when I see someone who's late or something like that, I my mind automatically thought like wow something must have happened that had caused them to right, be late. Right, yeah. And then I always go to this person and say like, you made it. You made it. Your morning must have been rough, but you made it. And I'm so glad to see you. You know, and I don't know if that's just how I think, but well, yeah, you're, you're high on the positive side of things. <laughs> right. I'm more, I'm more high on the <laughs> critical side. I have to be really aware of it. I know, know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's sure. like, but how can, so, so some people probably like, oh, I'm late. I'm just not going to go to church. You know, no, 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 no. Like for me, it's like, come, come. It doesn't matter where or when. It's not about me anyway, you know? It's about <laughs> Jesus, right? And so, but giving room for that, it takes a lot of maturity, I think, you know, yeah. to be able to, as a leader, especially if you're watching this and if you're a leader, it takes a lot of like humility and maturity. Like I know I've I've done a lot of healing and done my part and it takes a lot of maturity and healing and wholeness to come to that place yeah. and to be authentic and not just be like, Oh, I'm gonna put on this mask and sure. put my Sunday best. I think that's where it came from. Like just the Sunday best. I'm like, but what if I thought church was like well, it's you know, beyond yeah, it's beyond yeah. clothes. It's it's like right. struggles at home, yes. fighting at home, and then come to church and put on a happy face and it's a lot. But that's a bunny trail. We're true. Okay. We're, let's, let's go. Yeah, those yeah, let's are come back. bunny let's come trail back. there. Let's come back. Circle back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring the wagon around. Let me. Uh, the, yeah, this, sorry, thank this, you for letting me. Yeah. The second part that um, is important or is a part of having a strong mind mm -hmm. uh, or a strong head, as it were, uh, mm -hmm. is uh, how we operate in, with our will. So oh. the, the mind, will and emotions, the will is our choosing part. It's a really key yes. area that we have to understand that this is something that has to be developed. Yeah. And when I think about the yeah. will. I think about the key to developing a will is developing discipline in our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of times when someone will say they have a strong will or they have strong willpower, mm. uh, it's, they're saying I can resist something. Right. Right. Uh, so basically, you know, strong willpower has to do with you deciding uh, what you want to do 
and you do it consistently. Mm, right? Good. good. And said... yeah, yeah. You're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <are they? laughs> and uh, this is something that I, I, I mentioned in, in our, uh, my last post on our social media. Mm. If you're not following us, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Uh, but I did, a, I did a story and I was just talking about developing uh, willpower as mm. a part of developing, being headstrong mm. uh, and uh, strong, having a strong willpower. Uh, it's interesting. I'm going to probably play a clip here on our social media coming up this upcoming week. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, science proves that in our neural pathways that when we do something that we don't like, so let's refer to something that's helpful. Sure. So let's yeah. say work, work out or yeah. you know, want another cookie, but you resist, <laughs> you know. So anything within okay. that part, whenever I I choose to do what's right, Mm. And I resist, or no, sorry, when I choose to do what's right, but I don't want to do it, it's uncomfortable. Right. Maybe it's a conversation with a loved one or a workmate. You're like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation, but I need to. Mm -hmm. uh, or it's to have that, you know, that that third cookie. Or if it's to, um, I one of the things I do is cold plunges. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily the reason why most people do it. I do it because I hate cold water. Uh, there's health benefits to it. And I, I, right. I, I do do it for that also, but I actually, I do it because I don't want to do it. Oh goodness. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And here's the thing <laughs> is when you do something hard, that's helpful. Mm, that's the good. next hard thing is easier. Yeah. I it's agree. still going to be hard, Yeah. but there's a momentum that gets yeah. developed. Yeah. And so there's this key to if I'm going to have a uh, be headstrong, mm. if I'm going to have a strong heart, and this goes yeah. back to, man, love is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Let's Absolutely. be real. Yeah. To, to love somebody, because Bible, I call it, uh, love is not needed in the easy times. <laughs> yes. Love is deployed mm -hmm. in difficulty. Because mm -hmm. love, when it's cultivated, it produces fruit of patience mm -hmm. it produces fruit of kindness yeah like when it's easy it's natural for me to be kind yeah but christ-centered love mm. is about changing the story from pain being the constant mm -hmm. cycle to interrupting the pain cycle and inserting love so that there can be a new cycle and response That's so good to love yeah. same thing with generosity mm -hmm. yeah uh you know a lot of times people will complain about giving the least amount in ch to church or to a, a, I'm going to use church as an example because it's really a pain yeah, point for a lot of people because it was for me at one point. Mm -hmm. Being generous is not just your tithes. Yeah. Being generous is the giving of all your money and God gives back to you a certain percentage. Yes. And so if you want to yes. be generous, if you're dealing, I know this happened to us many times, just recently before we moved here to Eugene, mm -hmm. uh, lots of financial needs to move. Yeah. And we were like, man, because there's so much need, we need to step out in faith and give very radically generous. Yeah. yeah. And what's that doing is it's breaking the cycle mm -hmm. of what's comfortable, breaking the cycle of, okay, I, um, I, I don't have a lot, so I don't want to give. So I'm withholding. Right. But that's a, yeah. that's a um, poverty mindset. Mm -hmm. If yeah. God has the resources, I want to, I want to give uh, right. abundantly when I'm, I don't have it because that's faith, mm -hmm. but it takes discipline. Yes. It takes willpower to even think to that level yes. of 
of heavenly perspective. Yeah. That's really good. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So willpower. Oh, yes, yeah, right. willpower. Well, I mean, it's maybe this is more of like a testimony or something, yeah, you sure. know, because there's just a year ago, like in, well, a year ago for now, because it's January. Right. You know, it's not like, so yeah. back in December 2022, I mean, mm. I wasn't in the best energy level of yeah. my life. And, um, but I wanted to do something about it, you know, mm -hmm. but I didn't like walking in nature, you know, I think that made it worse for me. Um, but, but, but I knew I wanted to start moving my body, yes. you know, and coming from my childhood, like, you know, I, I was in sports, I danced and it was a very, I had a very, mm -hmm. very active upbringing, yeah. you know, and, um, but you know, my body obviously like went through, um, many different things right, right. <laughs> that I'm not going to like, you know, enumerate everything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it caused me to be like really weak, yeah. but I wanted to do something. And so I, I asked Matt, like maybe mm. we could get me a walking pad. Right. And so Matt and Madison gifted me a walking pad, December, 2022. And, I kid you not, like I started it with the lowest, lowest setting. Right. Like Madison could even practically like, you know, like could could double walk or something, you know, like it was it was lowest, like, you know, and Madison could walk it, you know, and yeah, and it was the lowest setting and it was probably like about two or three minutes and I was done. And I was done and, and, and I made a decision like, mm. wow, like if I'm going to continue doing this, I can't compare my starting point to when I was right, 20, right. to when I was like running laps, to when I was like lifting heavy things, to when I was like running back and forth the courts, you know, doing yeah. all those things, yeah. right? Like the gymnastic stuff that I used to do. And I can't, I can't compare that to my starting point now, because if I did, then I would not be mm -hmm. able to have the, the encouragement and the hope to continue. So I just said, right. like, Lindsay, Lindsay, I'm proud of you. You went on that walking pad for two minutes yes. with the lowest setting. Yeah. And a year now, you know, mm -hmm. a year and one month later, <laughs> I have been walking that walking pad um, like probably 10 times, 10 times the, 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 the speed, you know, like yeah. it's like more than a brisk walk. It, it's actually right. like a very fast walk. Right. And now I've been walking it for 30 minutes and, and I walk it for like a mile ish every day and it all adds up so i right. average about now five to seven miles a week right and you add that up that's a lot of miles right yeah and so but because i had trained myself mm. to do something that i may want to do but it's uncomfortable and yes. it's draining but i gave myself permission yeah. and celebrated myself and so maybe you're not headstrong you know maybe this is a new thing for you right. and i want to encourage you as we're talking about this like i understand that you know like maybe you're not there and maybe you are there but then you were there and then you want to come back and it doesn't look like five miles maybe right. it looks like just a two to three minute walk in the lowest setting right and celebrate your wins and celebrate those little things and mm. the consistency is what matt was talking about yeah you grow all your capacity by being consistent right i have seen people that work with people that 
um, it's more efficient when they're consistent rather than like the level yes. of intensity much, that they yeah. give or how much. Yes. And so if that's you, you're watching this, like yeah. we celebrate, celebrate Come the on. consistency, like what, however small or big that is, just be consistent, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the consistency will pay off and you cannot just compare yourself from last week. Right. You know, I look back now to like 13 months ago where I was in that walking pad to where I'm at now. Now I'm like, I got to walk. I got to walk. So yes. now I tell him like, I got to walk. I got to walk. Like, you know, I need to walk. And Madison's like, mommy, you're just, just like a walking addict or something. Not addict, but I don't know what the, the yeah, word, you know, like sure. that meaning like she's like noticing it. So it's not just, and sometimes you're the only one that notices your progress. Right. Normally. Yeah. Well, I mean, even and, for you, you've lost weight. Even. Yes. Yeah, yeah so have, motion yeah, has yeah. helped your body health-wise, et cetera, yeah. Yeah. energy levels. And then now other people have started to notice, yeah. you know, without me saying anything. And maybe yeah. and that's going to be our process, your process, maybe. So good. So just continue. Yeah, yeah. Be consistent. Be consistent. And mm -hmm. in that, you're becoming headstrong. Yeah. I'll kind of lap, okay. wrap up that willpower piece with, uh, you know, it's about what can you do? Yes, I do this too. Yes. Like, so what can, you, what do can you do and what will you do? Right. Yeah. Those two, so, two lists. So key. So key. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I haven't, I wasn't like this. I used to be like this. Mm -hmm. Well, what can you do today? And then your choice. Mm -hmm. What will, will you, you do? do? Yep. And consistency is key to that. Yeah. Amazing. And then we'll wrap up with this this yes. last one and we'll we'll Continue. be doing a second. Yeah, we'll be doing another yes. uh podcast on um headstrong. headstrong. Uh, the last one is uh, emotions. So mm -hmm. uh, it's so key that we cultivate and we're supposed to mm -hmm. develop our emotions. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, and what, what I think of as a word to connect to that is flexibility. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so how are we being flexible mm -hmm. in life? And what I think about in this area of headstrong in our emotions is resilience. That's a good word. Resilience yeah. is simply the ability to bounce back and recover mm -hmm. when life pivots or changes yes. or has a difficulty. Yes. You know, you have a moment yes. in your life, you're like, oh, your emotions kind of get out of, mm -hmm. get, uh, are letting you know, I call them red light emotions. So negative yeah. emotions are coming up, mad, angry, sad, depressed, anxious, mm -hmm. et cetera. They come up around a situation or a relationship experience. Your ability to navigate through that quickly will determine your mental strength, your your emotional strength. Yep. Uh, so yep. Um, uh, what do they call it? Emotional intelligence, emotional intelli health. Your emotional intelligence, yes. which means you understand mm -hmm. why gave you, God gave you emotions, mm -hmm. what your emotions are telling you, yep. and how to, to respond to them mm -hmm. so that you can stay in that state of what I call peace and love. Yeah. Uh, or to stay in the state of wonder. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other topic. Uh, I, I love know. talking so about good. wonder. Yeah. But but uh, here's the reality is is how are how well are you able to pivot once your emotions have gone to an extreme or maybe you're mm -hmm. stuck in extreme. Yeah. It goes back to that word stuck again that we notice mm -hmm. with people. They're spiritually knowledgeable, spiritually big, but their their emotions are limiting them because they they mm -hmm. oh like I'm always anxious. Oh, I cast out that spirit of fear. Well, right. it, it's not a spirit of fear. Now, fear can mm -hmm. oppress on you, but again, a, a spirit can only reside where there's a stink. Yes, that's true. So if there's something that needs to be dealt with within your heart mm -hmm. that's that's needing love, yep. 
that's when a spirit of fear can oppress yeah. on you, but it's not your reality. Your, yeah. your, uh, your anxiety is telling you that you need some kind of love. So mm -hmm. how do you pivot? How are you flexible yeah. in yeah. your emotional state to bounce back? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it takes a lot of, uh, humility. True. Yeah. Uh, being humble and able to see many different perspectives mm -hmm. um, and empathize with others without yeah. being stuck on your own perspective. A lot mm -hmm. of times we get stuck on how we think. I know I deal with this myself, how how we get stuck on how we yeah. how we think it should happen, mm -hmm. uh, because that's just us trying to be safe in life, feel mm -hmm. safe. Uh, and we're not flexible to what is actually being needed in that at that time. Mm -hmm. How am I being flexible. How am I being humble? Yeah. First thing Jesus teaches his disciples in Matthew five, uh, in uh, the Beatitudes is, mm -hmm. uh, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs mm -hmm. is the kingdom of God. Yeah. So the kingdom of God is manifesting in you and yes. through you when yes. you're walking in humility. Yeah. But that takes a lot of flexibility. Yeah. It's really good. And understanding again, mm -hmm. what are your emotions telling you? Mm -hmm. You can only be flexible when you understand yeah. what they're telling you mm -hmm. and how to meet their needs. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because, mm -hmm. again, I'm going to go back to the car analogy. And this is how I, I yeah. this Do is it. how I see the emotions and how you can mature in it, too. Like, if you, you know, just look at this analogy as a part of your life. Like, hey, how does this manifest in my life? So, for me, when I was learning about, like, you know, the... The, the negative, uh, positive emotions, which we now have renamed mm -hmm. um, red light and green light emotions. Right. And now it has helped me with my analogy with the car. And mm -hmm. I tell I tell my my clients, like, you know, it's like red light and green light, mm -hmm. right? When the light is green, you go. Right. It's safe. Mm -hmm. Proceed as needed, right? Yeah. And then when the red, you know, when you're driving and the red light is on, you stop. Yeah. That's all you're doing. You know, yeah. your emotions are just telling you like green light, go, red, stop. Yeah. Because if you don't stop the car when it, the red light's on, what's going to happen? Yes, you guessed it right. You're either going to hit a car, you're going to be hit by a car, yeah. hit a person or multiple right. crashes, right? right? Crash, crash happens when you don't stop on and the listen. red light. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with our emotions. Our emotions don't lead us. They're, they're, they're just letting us know what mm -hmm. need what we need to do. Yeah. Like So the wisdom and understanding still comes from you, yeah. your ability to pivot, your ability to bring, to gain understanding and gain wisdom mm -hmm. on knowing what to do when it's time to stop. Like, for so example, good. if you're driving a car, and I tell them this, hey, your, your, your emotions are signals, like signals, yeah, yeah. right? When you're driving a car, and then you look down, and then there's this light blinking and say, empty. Gas tank's Gas empty. Gas tank is yeah. empty. You could over-spiritualize that and say, oh, in Jesus' name, <laughs> right? I am not going to... I am not, I'm going to cast that away. I don't know what you want to do. Yeah, cast yeah. that away or say, ignore it. ignore it. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really have Classic. an empty tank, gas, gas yeah. tank. I'm going to, you know, and it's not the gas tank's fault. It's not the car's fault. If yeah. you keep going and you all of a sudden stop moving. Right. Because the car is empty and can no longer go anywhere. It is our, in, in that scenario, mm -hmm. maturity comes when you acknowledge, hey, I see that blinking light. Yeah. Letting me know that I need to do something about it. 
Right. So the maturity comes is when you acknowledged it mm -hmm. and you use your maturity to like, I need to go to the gas station yes. and fill it up. So good. It's the same thing. I feel like when when we deal with the different emotions that come. Right. Because the different emotions will let our spirit man know, hey, spirit man, this is what's happening. You know, what do we do with this? You know, and if you yeah. have you, if you exercise the maturity level in your emotions, your soul, mm -hmm. then your spirit man that's connected with the Lord can now bring wisdom. Yeah. And you can actually do what you need to do with the signals that are coming at you. So that's how I see it, you know, yeah. and as you train your, your mind to recognize those things. And that's when you become a little bit more like, okay, I'm mm -hmm. emotionally intelligent and I'm able to grow and mature in my spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. Headstrong. Headstrong. So good. Ah. All right. First part of our topic Yay. on being headstrong and what it looks like. We'll see you hey, you guys, if you have appreciated and uh, enjoyed uh, listening to us, please uh, subscribe, give us a like, and also share. share. Yeah. This is encourage you guys. Please share with somebody that you know this would encourage. We'd so appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, we're excited to be here in Eugene, Oregon now. Yes, we are now uh, in Eugene. A lot of fun <laughs> things getting planned for the upcoming year uh, related to building a local community. Yeah. Uh, and what else is going on? Oh, yeah. And if you are watching this and you made it through this last part, um, we are Coil Coaching Women. This mm -hmm. is about Coil Coaching Women. women. So if you are a part of Coil Coaching Women, you probably know that this is happening. But we are doing our first, hosting our first online conference um, with Natalie Runyon, and she is the founder of Ministry Race to Stay, and she has a book out there called Race to Stay as well. And we are so excited to have her mm. be with us. And so this is kind of like a twofold thing, like you know, giving our first online conference, um, but also um, like celebrating our second year yes. anniversary, which is in March, but we're doing it in January. And yeah, so, yeah. um. Please uh, register if you are able to. Um, all the sessions are recorded. So even if you miss one or two, um, there's a replay later on. Um, but I do feel like, you know, the message that Natalie carries is so pivotal yeah. right now for the church and um, for everybody, everybody. So, so um, good. Yeah. So even though we are hosting it as women, um, if you are a man and you're like, I would oh, love yeah. to hear what she has to say, you can register as well. It yeah. is open for everybody. So, so good. Join us. Love you guys. And we'll see you in our next podcast. Yes. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.